0: Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Welcome back, Void Woo. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Let's who, who's playing with me today? Who are you people?
1: My name is Robert Leahy. I use he-him pronouns, and I will be playing as Xandar Radnax, who also uses he-him pronouns.
2: Hey all My name's Bianca Phipps. I use she they pronouns, and I'm playing Heart, who uses they them.
3: And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he him pronouns, and I'll be playing Rain Hall Winter or Slime, who uses she her pronouns.
0: And I am Jules. I use they them pronouns. And I am your Void Master. That's so cool. That's
3: so much better than Dungeon Master Void Master. I, like, I so just was cool. like, I don't
0: know if there's a single dungeon in this campaign, so I was just very hesitant to call myself a Dungeon Master. Look, void um, Master is cool. There'll so be that, dungeons. Yeah. Who am I kidding? There's always dungeons and there's mm-hmm. always dragons. How about we do a quick recap and then we'll just jump right in. Sound good? Sounds good. Sounds good. good. Love it. Here we go. Last time, into the void, we meet Xandar, a Githyanki ranger aboard the second dibs. Durgan Candon, the ship's captain, has been waiting, impatiently, for the hacker he hired to break into a derelict freighter. Durgen tells Xandar to hop in his clipper, zip over to the freighter, and light a fire under Rain's ass. Rain, a human with a flair for techno-magic and cybercrime, has been spending months hacking into this freighter, but has been distracted by helping her new friend, Hart, an impressively tall void-forged fighter. Hart has been alone on this dead freighter for a long time suffering from a corrupted memory crystal. A mysterious pulse of energy shakes the void and the ships floating in it. Simultaneously, Rain's tech starts going haywire. Xandar arrives on the freighter, but Rain isn't there to greet him as usual. As soon as he gets to Rain's workstation, he is attacked by Hart, who mistakes him as a threat. Meanwhile, Rain receives a text message from the mysterious Artemis, taunting Rain and saying, I'd make myself scarce if I were you. Later, Scout. All of a sudden, the alarms go off as the freighter's security system comes back online. Okay, so you found yourselves in quite a interesting situation. You have, um, been hacked rain and the doors to this freighter have been opened. All the lights are turning on and there are alarms going off everywhere. You all see down this hallway leading into the interior of this freighter this uh, large turret sort of con- construction with these like kind of metallic spider legs and this kind of tank top head um, staring down at you from down the hallway. It's about Uh, I would say 60 feet away from your current location in this sort of foyer area of the freighter um, where you all stand. Also, to make matters more interesting, Xandar, you have just come across this void forge that apparently has been working with rain this whole time, unbeknownst to you. And that's kind of where y'all are at right now. And I think we should just jump in and get messy and see what happens. Yeah, love it. Let's start <laughs> with you, Rain. What do you do? I go,
3: Xander, uh, look, I can explain, dude. Uh, uh, this robot is good. That tank is bad. This robot is good. I don't have a lot of time to explain right now. Uh, we've been hacked, so you better get ready.
1: Understood.
2: Apologies. I did not realize you were a friend of Rain's.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, a loose acquaintance, probably. You know, good. <clears throat> Where does yeah, loose let's...
2: acquaintance fall on the scale of friendship?
3: Probably like a three out of ten
0: so far. Just below chums. Yeah. Almost and chums. are just blaring above you all as you're having this <laughs> conversation. Um, Hart, why don't you roll me a history check? I was just about to of, ask. Oh, well, there you go.
2: Uh, That one's a little better. That's a 17. I'll take
0: a 17. So looking down the hall at this turret, you know that that turret does um, belong there. Um, That these uh, sort of gateways into the freighters are all guarded by these um, uh, turrets that kind of can move up and down and uh, fire at will. It is weird that you are being targeted, though. Uh, It should be recognizing you as uh, part of the crew, but it seems to uh, not at this time. Uh, You see it has like a little red light above it. You will know, Heart, that it is like sort of its targeting system. So right now you are all falling outside of its like kind of attack range, but if you move closer, it might try to attack you.
2: Uh, I turn to the other two uh, and I say, please be aware of the turret located to your left. It will try to attack you if you approach any closer, but if you stay behind me, I'll be sure to protect you.
3: Right, thanks for that heart. You know, I know this might be really hard to believe, but I seem to have lost control of everything in the ship um, and I'll explain a little bit more about it. Uh, Later, it's kind of embarrassing, but right now we are not safe here. We gotta go. Go where? (laughs) Out of here. We gotta leave. I I don't know, Uh,
0: Jules. Is there any way, like, to kind of skirt around this uh, turret? Uh, from your current location, um, you're not seeing one. You could, um, go up to another deck, but reason stands from Hart's, um, intuition anyway, that if all of these doors are open, then all of these turrets are currently active. Why don't you do an investigation check using your knowledge of, sort of, the ship's layout? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give you advantage if Hart wants to help you to find an alternate route.
2: I will. Okay. Um... I'll, like, come over and um, maybe I have, like, a map that, uh, like, comes out of my arm or something, like a hologram. Mm
0: -hmm. 13? Mm, I think with the 13, you're um, not completely sure what the best pathway is. You Mm -hmm. do know past these um, blast doors that you've now been able to open, you don't know too much about the ship beyond there. So there could possibly be a way through... Uh, without getting too far into that turret's range. But um it would be risky. Uh, but you might be able to find an alternate path deeper down the corridor. Got it. And I've been completely locked out of the basically like the control panel of the ship, right? Artemis. You have, yeah. Shut me up. You out. can try to reassert yourself into that sh- into the panel too if you do yeah. um a check with your hackers tools. It is gonna be a difficult check though. I'm gonna uh, try while you're doing yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, go ahead and okay. roll that. Um Xandar, your phone, your sextant, I should say, is going off right now.
1: Okay, uh, so while while those two are sort of, like, doting over maps and, like, <laughs> trying to, like, like calculate, like, if there's another way or whatever, Xandar is, like, kind of slowly inching a little closer to the turret, like, just uh-huh. testing the boundary. <laughs> yeah, how close are you going to get? I'm just, like, I'm just moving, like, like six inches at a time but then the phone rings and i stop like before 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 doing anything too hasty i stop and i oh, i pick no up the the sextant and i like put it up next to my ear and like hold it between my shoulder while i'm aiming my Arcane rifle down at the turret,
0: and I go, Hello? Yeah, you almost drop your rifle as you hear, What the hell is going on down there? The, the whole freighter, it's lit up like a, like a, like a, uh, not a, not a Christmas tree, because I don't know if Christmas exists in this universe, but like some sort of tree with lights on it. <laughs>
1: Well, Durgan, uh, we will figure that out for you, I promise, but right now it seems as if some other uh, one of these uh, computer folk has figured out how to get into this thing quicker than Rain has, so what? if you could just go ahead and let me call you back, what? I hang up the
0: phone. <laughs> Your phone continues to ring.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'll pick it back up.
0: No. Oh, I did not think you were going to answer again. Oh, okay. And then I hand it back up. <laughs> you get a, a, a text message on your sextant that says, do not think about coming back to the ship without whatever's inside that freighter.
1: Okay. All right. Sounds good. Definitely was already the plan. I text that all back, but in like shorthand. Sandar texts <laughs> okay. in like really cute sort of like shorthand with a lot of emojis. Like totally gonna... uncharacteristic of how he speaks, but over text, it's like he's like a
0: totally different person. Um, how did that hacker's tool check go for you, Ryan? Uh I only got an 11. 11. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are locked out. Fuck.
3: <laughs> Indeed. I smash the keys again and I go, <laughs> all right, well, we're going to have to make it out of here, guys.
2: Perhaps if we sneak around the edge of the turret's line of vision, we'll be able to move past it down the corridor.
3: You brilliant son of Great idea. Let's do it.
2: Thank you. I'm not the son of anything. Uh and then uh I will I will sort of like inch my way towards it. I wanna like put myself between the two the two fleshies and okay. the robot. So like if we do manage to get into its its range, it'll shoot at me first.
0: Why don't so you y'all want to try to sneak past this this big old thing? Uh, why don't you give me a stealth check as a team?
1: Like all three of us roll a separate one and see what happens?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, alright. 14. Dirty 20. Ooh, I got yeah. a 15. Um, so yeah, okay. Yeah, you guys are sneaking down this corridor. It doesn't look like this thing has seen you yet. Um rain, give me an investigation check as you're like kind of inching your way down. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. That's uh 24. All right, you see a little further down, so you will now be about 30 feet from this thing. There mm-hmm. is a ventilation uh uh hatch. Mm -hmm. that you could get into with um, a a set of tools. So what sort of tools do you have with you right now? I have a couple. I have my hacking tools, mechanic tools, and thieves tools. Yeah, either mechanic or thieves tools would be enough to sort of get into this thing. It would, however, um, attract this thing's attention. You know that for certain, if you get any closer.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm going to just like, shatter this thing open if I can. Like, just clang, clang.
0: <laughs>
3: as soon as we get into
0: it, I'm gonna just try to break it open as quickly as possible. Okay, so you're going for the hatch? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna move out in front of heart and just sort of run for it? Yeah, once we get, like, close enough I'm gonna bolt. Okay. Um, you will probably draw this thing's ire if you do that. Are you cool with that? I'm cool with that. Alright, cool. Then let... I think this would be a good time to roll for initiative. Ooh. <sighs> This could be go. potentially dangerous for. Oh,
2: people. no.
0: I did very well if anyone cares.
2: <laughs> I don't. I'm mad that you did. Just kidding. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: I got a 10.
3: I got a 16.
2: I got a natural one.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
2: I know. Brutal. Rip. Oh,
0: no. Brutal. So you see rain sort of dart out from under heart and make a dash for this vent. And then this thing swerves like almost without sound um, and clicks its uh, cannon over facing um, rain. It lets off a shot faster than you think it should have. This thing is sort of using its reaction as you enter its range to fire at you once. Uh, What's your AC range? Well, really quickly. So as I I kind of
3: have this prepared uh, just in case. So as I'm sprinting over, I'm looking at the cannon with my hand on my watch. And as soon as the cannon starts aiming towards me, I spin it really quick. I smash it down and I cast um, shield as a reaction. So I'm going to bump my AC up quite a bit. I think it's plus five. Five, I believe. Yep so my ac right now is
0: 22 oh very good okay let's see okay with that thing you you feel the blast from this cannon fire hit your shield on and it it's enough to like kind of like send you backwards a Mm -hmm. little bit but your shield is enough to brace for it and you see like in the corner of this like sort of a hollow hologram shield that comes up around you like a percentage of like like how much uh, uh, force it's taking, and it's a considerable shot. This thing is going to fire at you again. Okay. And still, your shield is holding up as you slide over to this hatch. Um, You see it gets up on these mechanical spider legs and sort of turns itself to uh, face you. And that is going to be your turn, Rain. You're at this hatch. What do you do? So
3: the entire time that was happening, I was like, "Shit! Shit! 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 Shit!" Every shot, I'm like, "Shit! Shit! Shit! Shit!" <laughs> well, hopefully, I've made it to the hatch, right? I'm at the yes. Okay, yes cool. I, I guess I'm gonna use my action to try and um, use the tools to to open it up.
0: All right, let's see. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Twenty-three. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, it wasn't even. Um like a a, a a big like sort of pull the thing off you just yeah. like do a couple of screws and then this thing like swings open like butter i go in 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 <laughs> it looks like a maintenance shaft i mean it has like a, a, a ladder going up uh do you go up
3: uh really really quick uh insight check not necessarily a roll but just
0: sure would heart fit in this thing
2: <laughs> that was my question too
0: that's a fair question. Hart, describe your size to me in the most respectful
2: way. Um, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think I think I would technically be well, I'm six eight and I weigh three hundred and fifty pounds, and I'm made oh. out of metal. Uh, pure titanium. So but, you
0: know, I think this ship would have been made for Void Forge to work on it
2: as you yeah, are sort
0: be. of assigned to the ship. So I'm going to say that heart can fit. It's going to be a t- tight squeeze. You're not really meant for maintenance work, but I think um, mm-hmm. the people that designed this would have had the foresight to to think that you might need to go through these spaces. Awesome.
2: Beautiful.
3: That's pretty much all I can do on my turn. So I just wave everyone in and I start climbing immediately up the cool. uh, the hatch or the shaft or whatever. The, the
1: hatch shaft.
0: The hatch um, shaft. Um, that's going to be Xandar.
1: Okay, so how uh, this hatch was somewhere between us and the turret, or was it behind? Yeah, the turret? so the
0: turret is it's it's in front of the turret. Um, and, uh, so yeah, in between you and the turret. So I'd say the hatch is maybe about twenty-five feet from you, and the turret's like thirty feet from you.
1: Okay, cool. So uh, I apologize if this gets a little crunchy, but what yeah. I'm gonna do is uh, cast as a bonus action, Zephyr Strike. Ooh. Uh, And I will also activate that as well. So my movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. I get advantage on one weapon attack roll and my attack deals an extra 1d8 of force damage with the hit. And I also get an extra 30 feet of movement on this turn.
3: Like total anime move.
1: And while I... Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, And then uh, since it's the first turn, I'm going to use my um, Dread Ambusher from Gloomstalker, which gives me another 10 feet of movement. Oh my god. And also, as a part of my first attack in an initiative, will also deal an extra D8 of damage. (laughs) Okay. So for those of you scoring at home... We now have 70 feet of movement on this turn, 2d8 of extra uh, damage and advantage on the attack. And then I'm also going to use my favored foe to mark this turret as my favored foe, uh, which will add another d4 of damage as well. So I run up to the hatch... (laughs) I run up to the hatch, and, uh, just because I can't miss the opportunity to take a shot at an enemy, uh, I'm going to attack it with advantage with my arcane rifle. Wow. Uh, and the arcane rifle, it's, uh, D10 of force damage,
0: correct? I believe that is correct, yes.
1: Alright, cool, here we go, baby. That is going to be... a 25 to hit. Super hits. All right, so this is going to do, <laughs> let's see here. There's one D10 for the rifle. Eight plus two uh, is 10, plus another D8. Uh, that'll be 14, plus another D8 <laughs> is 19, plus a D4. Yeah. Uh, 23 damage on that attack. That is a lot of damage, I would say. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, as also a part of my Dread Ambusher, I get to attack again as a part of the attack action on the first turn of an initiative. So I'm gonna shoot it again, but this time without all those beefy buffs. This is just like a regular. This is just like a fun little shot. shot. This is just like a normal, yeah. This is just
3: a gunshot. (laughs) Uh,
1: And I definitely miss. I got a a nine altogether. So sick
2: the coolest move anyone's ever yeah. seen and then a stray shot <laughs> just a total miss yeah just
0: a parting blow cool you see that that first shot goes through this thing like clean and comes out the other side you see like smokes and sparks coming from inside of it that was a really dirty
1: hit on this thing oh tight well <laughs> cool. i guess i shouldn't even have fired the second shot
0: <laughs> um do you continue up the ladder
1: uh yeah so the first 25 feet of movement got me to the vent right
0: yeah yeah
1: all right so i still have 45 feet of movement left so so yeah yeah. let's go as far as i can feel
0: like xander sort of go over you on this ladder sort of like climbing using the sides of this thing and like passes you going up on it (laughs) okay chill Um, (laughs) that's hard Hart, your um, friends have escaped into this hatch, and this uh, this uh, giant turret is like smoking.
2: Um, I am going to look at the turret, and uh, I am going to say, "You have been demoted from chum to loose acquaintance," uh, and then I am just going to book <laughs> it for the hatch because okay. uh, I I don't want to get involved with the with the melee combat. Like if they're leaving, I want to I want to follow them to make sure they're going to be okay.
0: All right, cool. Um, this thing used its reaction already, so it's not going to be able to shoot at you. So you make your way into the hatch. You were climbing behind Rain. Um, you hear this thing continue to like sort of clank and like sizzle behind you. But as you're escaping, I will close initiative and move back into. Normal movement. Congratulations. Nice.
2: <laughs> we did it. We <laughs> solved the boss puzzle.
0: You solved the boss puzzle. You make your way up this ventilation shaft, up and up and up this ladder. You see um multiple fans. It looks like these are supposed to be like cooling vents um, that uh, uh, go into that corridor blocking off the uh foyer of this freighter and the inner sort of chamber. Um, But you're able to move through them and you get to the end of this shaft that looks out into a larger sort of uh, uh, complex area. Do you exit the shaft here?
3: Yeah, I think we did like the the cartoon thing where like all of our heads poke out of the shaft and we like look around to make sure. Yeah, it's,
1: even though there is definitely only one ladder, we somehow are all yeah, popping up. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the first thing you're going to notice is actually the smell. I want you all that use smell as one of your senses, because not all of you do, roll a uh, constitution uh, saving throw. 16. Mm, that's a 13. Okay. Um, Rain, you gag a little bit Mm -hmm. as the smell of, um, death... And DK is sort of wafting out of this vent. On the other side, sort of looking through, um, very cute style, you see that this area kind of looks like it was um, almost a reception area. It, it's pretty big. It's got multiple kind of like lounge sort of seating areas and a center kind of dais that looks like it's um, hooked up to some sort of um, console. Um, and big windows that kind of look out into the actual like storage area of the freighter. Um, this area um, is uh, sealed behind another like large blast door, um, but there's another door on the farther end of this complex that is um, opening and closing. It's like sort of. Uh, uh. It looks like it keeps like hitting up against something and not able to uh, close all the way. Um, most striking, perhaps, about this complex is the bodies. They're just bodies strewn about everywhere, just torn open. Um, some of them are like in, in very like late stages of decay, yeah? like flesh just like kind of clinging to bone at this point. But um, that's what you're looking at.
1: What sort of creatures are they?
0: I think you'd have to get closer to examine them. Uh, You can tell that they're humanoid from here, at the very least. Okay. Um,
1: Well, what I want to examine right away is uh, to see through those windows uh, into the storage area to see what is being stored on this freighter, since that's sort of my main objective here. So I want to try to slink up to those windows.
0: Okay. Are you trying to move through this area stealthily?
1: Yeah, super stealthy, sneaky, sneaky boy. Go for it. Oof, (laughs) not-so-sneaky-boy, that is going to be a nine.
0: All right, you're, like, sort of, you hop down from out of that vent, and you're trying to, like, slink through, um, you're tripping over body parts and things like that as you're moving up to this, like, large bay window, and as you approach it, you see that this dais sort of activates. I mean, you see, like, an image of what looks like a dwarf kind of a, a fizzes into being. It looks like a hologram of some sort. It looks like it's trying to say something, uh, not to you, but just, like, in general, and then kind of, like, blinks out, and it blinks back in. It's sort of, like, glitching out. I can tell that it's a
1: hologram right away, though, right? You can't, yes. Okay, so, like, hair trigger, I don't just, like, shoot at it right away.
0: Just well, that's up to you, isn't it?
1: Right. <laughs> Uh, as, I ste- as I stepped over the body parts, could I tell what the creatures were? Looked like a lot of dwarves. Looked
0: like a lot, a lot of dwarves. dwarves. A couple of humans mixed in there too. Mm, real shame. Uh, I look out. I look out the window. <laughs> you look out of the window into this. Um, the, the main, the meat of the uh, freighter. You see uh, uh, tons of uh, cargo canisters. These things that are. Um, about the size of the second dib, the ships that you left, they're just made to store all sorts of different things. Uh, they all seem to have like some sort of number code identification. It's pretty dark in there, um, but it's vacuumous, just like it runs the entire length of this freighter that kind of already looks like this like floating tower. Um, it's just filled with these cargo boxes. Um, all pretty neatly arranged. It sort of looks like a honeycomb almost. Hmm, interesting. Mm. Uh, since you mentioned darkness,
1: I will take this opportunity to mention that I do have dark vision from <laughs> Umbral Sight stark. as a Gloom Stalker, and also in addition to that, I am adept at creatures that rely on adept at evading creatures that rely on dark vision. So while oh. in darkness, I'm invisible to any creature that relies on dark vision to see in the darkness.
0: That's actually very good to know. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it is Just very like- dark on this Raider. It looks like a. The lights are out. You can still hear the alarms coming from, like, kind of the outside of the freighter, but it looks like the alarms are not going off in here. Um, I have a question
3: about the hologram that's glitching. Yeah. Um, is it glitching because the hardware is broken and making it glitch, or is the the actual footage ruined, if that makes sense? Like, it does. Can- um, why
0: don't you investigate it? Okay. Oh, great um 24 Yeah, looking at the console next to the dais where this hologram is appearing, it looks like this was a pretty simple um help AI Sort of like to tell you directions or give you information about the ship, what's on the ship, where to find it. Um, it looks like whoever was trying to access it left uh, last. Who you can see is like now a corpse on the ground. Was like frantically trying to make this thing work, and it looked like they sort of um, it just sort of froze it up. And however many years this freighter has just been, like, kind of floating out here unattended, hasn't, like, helped maintain this system. It doesn't look like a very difficult fix for you, though.
3: So, I am so excited to do this. So, I've been, think- <laughs> I've been thinking about this cantrip for a long time oh, yeah. uh, as a player. So, I pull out one of my capsules, like in Dragon Ball Z, the little capsules with, like, the button on top. Uh-huh. And I... Press it, I, I press it and I throw it at the machine and it kind of creates this like mist around the machine. Yeah. Um, and I cast mending. What I do is <sighs> in order to reverse time, mm. you would have to take the velocity of the way things went and just reverse it back to where it was supposed to be. So basically how this works is like the mist takes all of the particles of this machine and reverses them if the machine is broken. That's
0: so very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, yeah, you do that. (laughs) You see that this uh, machine is now like sort of in pristine working condition and that hologram kind of blinks into solidity. And then I
3: kind of tinker with it a little bit and uh, see if I can play the message and get a clear message.
0: Hello, gobble employee. This is Freighter 848-1333, G-O-B-B-O-X. I am Gob E., your smart assistant. This ship is currently experiencing multiple critical errors. Please contact your Gobble Industry Servicer immediately.
2: While while they're like moving into the room, uh, I think Hart has sort of like like stopped in the doorway and is just sort of like ob- observing all of these all of these <laughs> yeah. dead bodies.
0: Yeah, Hart, Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: and uh, he's like, I think like frantically trying to access their memory crystal, knowing full well that like it's broken but i i think that they they sort of like like move into the room and like like sink down as best as they can because they're so tall mm-hmm. um i don't know if i've mentioned that heart is like super tall um <laughs> and so uh but they but i think they sink down just like to like the first like body that is in the room and just like stares at their face and is like trying to remember like did i know mm. you what happened to you
0: Give me a history check with a disadvantage.
2: Okay. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. so sad. Uh, It's a five.
0: Um, you are like focusing on all your system processing on your memory crystal. And the only thing that you can like sort of get out of it is like the sound of like pounding, just like boom, boom, boom. That's all you're getting.
2: Okay. Uh, uh, they just sort of like the, um, they're they're feeling a lot of emotions, but they don't know what those are. Uh, so just sort <laughs> of like sitting and 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 waiting. And then I think about at that point the the like hologram comes to life.
0: Yeah, this uh, hologram um, uh, says that message every like couple of seconds. It'll just repeat that exact same message and um, kind of stare off into space. Does uh, so? I guess I mean maybe I'm assuming too much here.
1: But, like, Xandar has worked for a lot of different types of entities in his mm. career as a sort of, like, hired gun around the Void. Does any of that information about, like, uh, the name of the ship or, like, the type of employee, what would you say, it was, like, a gobble employee or something like that? Like, does yeah. that, does that str- like, ring in Xandar's memory as any sort of, like, entity that he is aware of in the Void or Void lore at all?
0: It does, absolutely. Um, Gobble Industries is um, a huge business in the Void. They mostly specialize in engineering and like shipwriting. They're like the largest purveyor of um, Void ships. Uh, They also manufacture Void stations as well. It's a dwarven owned company, um, but the. the uh, uh, tech part of it is uh, Gnomish. Um, they're also based out of this system. You know that their like sort of uh, claim to fame is uh, the Gobbler, which is the largest recorded uh, void ship ever made. That hmm. is like the, this massive ship that eats asteroids. And on the inside, the minerals inside of the asteroid are eats asteroids. Yeah, I saw it that a little It asteroids. eats asteroids. It eats asteroids and it loves it. And on the inside, <laughs> the minerals are Just sort gobbles of them up. Out, you. It gobbles <laughs> up the asteroids. That's the end of the game. All right. I think we all had a lot of all fun. All right, everybody. It's been a good run. Let's pack it in. <laughs> First time I've heard that. Um, yeah, and on, on the inside, the the minerals are sort of mined, and uh, ships dock on the Gobbler and uh, take uh, precious metals, precious stones uh, to different parts of the void.
1: Interesting. Okay. And I suppose the other half of Xandar's trying to reckon what type of glass that is between him and the cargo.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good reckon. Uh, why don't you give me an investigation check, Xandar?
1: Okay, great. That's a good reckon. <laughs> uh, that's a fourteen.
0: Uh, yeah, you are gonna need something much bigger to punch through this glass. Maybe your ship could do it, but definitely not any of the guns that you have. Mm.
2: I heart heart like looks around the room and is sort of like not adept at knowing like what like a burial ritual is supposed to be. So like just like doesn't sure. really know what what to do. So so moves as well as they can mm-hmm. uh, over to stand um, next to Rain and i don't think they say anything i think they just they just like move towards
0: yeah familiar i think as presence. you move towards this um gabi hologram it kind of um it doesn't say anything to you it just sort of um makes a little beep and it registers like your presence and kind of shifts its focus to you and it's like kind of looking at you now hello hello Heart. this ship is currently experiencing multiple critical errors Please contact your Gobble Industry Servicer immediately.
2: Who is my Gobble Service Industry Servicer?
0: This information can be found from your direct report. Direct report, direct
3: report, I'm like leafing through the, the room. Do I know where this would be?
0: Um, it sounds like it's referring to a, a person part is supposed to be reporting mm-hmm. to someone. I see. I see. I um, like digging
1: elbow. I dig <laughs> an elbow into rain and I say, ask the damn thing. What parts of the ship are experiencing critical failures? Uh,
3: Gabby, Gabby, baby. Uh, can you do a scan of the ship and, and, uh, give us some more details?
0: Uh, please um, provide employee ID number.
2: Do I have an employee ID number?
0: Um, that would be your name hurt.
2: Uh, okay. And I, uh, uh, the, the the little robot eyes light up, uh, and I approach and very formally say, um, HART unit 8994.
0: Very well. Multiple systems are experiencing critical error. Uh, we have experienced a loss of mobility due to an engine failure. We are experiencing multiple unknown entities entering this ship. Mm. I hate unknown entities. <laughs> there has been a reported cargo malfunction. Cargo Multiple malfunction. memory files have been corrupted. Agreed. Yeah, I look at her. One hundred and sixty-nine individual incidents are logged in the system. Yeesh.
1: Well, Xandar realizing that that's probably not going to be helpful to try to dive into hundred and sixty-nine different uh, critical failures. Uh, walks over to the door that you said was opening and closing at like, just like, like random intervals or how is it working?
0: Yeah, it just looks like it's trying to close itself and um, it's getting squished up against like a pile of bodies. And it's not able to like fully close so it keeps like reopening and trying to close. So now this like pile of bodies has just been sort of wedged into this doorframe.
1: Okay, Xandar's going to drag over a couple more bodies and, like, pile (laughs) them on top of the bodies that's keeping the door open to, like, keep it open a little better, So just to make sure the door doesn't close on him as he tries to walk through and then steps over the pile of bodies and through the door.
0: Sure. Yeah, you find yourself now in a long corridor um, heading deeper inside the freighter. Uh, Do the rest of you follow? Uh, Absolutely. Really quickly,
3: before I follow, I want to kind of, um, just in case, I want to kind of search through some of the bodies to find any sort of like key cards or things that might be able to help us um, move through the space um, mm, yeah. on the on the dwarves and I imagine that Heart is probably like looking at Rain for just kind of mm. like throwing these bodies around trying to look for a key card so I, I look up at Heart and I say I know this is kind of a really fucking weird thing to see but it, it, Sometimes you gotta do things like this so we don't end up like them. You understand?
2: Mm. Affirmative.
3: And I start We're digging fine. through, trying to see if I can find something.
0: Yeah, give me an investigation check. Okay. Uh, twenty-three. Awesome. Yeah, you um, notice a couple of things as you're going through these bodies. Um, you do find a key card. Um, that looks like. It, it might be useful to you down the line. But you also notice all of these bodies have like a very sort of... Well, not all of them, but uh, several of these bodies have um, sort of a similar uh, wound, I suppose. Mm. It looks like something has sort of exploded out of their guts. Interesting. Um, some of them have like other lacerations. It looks like they've been sort of like bitten into and like kind of carved up. Some of them are missing like chunks. It looks like maybe parts of them have been eaten. Uh, but you seeing a lot of these look like something has like sort of burst out of inside of them got it
3: i take note of that cuz it's very uh disturbing yeah. um but i i kind of keep that to myself and i i get up nonchalant i you know clean myself off really quick with the and i put the key card in my pocket and then i finally follow Xandar's lead
2: um, before we leave the room, mm-hmm. I think like Hart is like holding the door open, like waiting for rain. And as like as she passes by, uh, I think Hart says, this should not have happened this way.
3: No, you're right. But eventually we're, I have a feeling we're going to find out who or what did this and we might be able to at least give him some justice. You know what I mean?
2: Affirmative.
0: Y'all start making your way down that hall when you hear like sort of this... Uh, the the, the shriek whistle of an intercom starting up. Um, and then you hear a voice over that intercom. Scout, is that you? I thought I told you to stay away. I see you got that, uh, gobby back online. That's quite an achievement, but I really need you to stay out.
3: Well, you know what, Artemis? Uh, no one gets to tell me what to do. So why don't you just kiss my ass?
0: <laughs> sure thing, Scout. Tell you what, I'm about to do something very delicate. So try not to move anything around on here. On your way out, all
3: right? Yeah. One last thing, really quick, before you uh, mysteriously vanish into the into the into the intercom here, you keep fucking calling me Scout. I just want to make you a promise that if you don't call me slime, you're going to regret it.
0: You remind me a lot of myself when I was just a kid. I'll be seeing you, Scout. And you hear the intercom sort of click out. Fucking idiot.
2: Do you know them?
3: No. No. Look, when people get me fucking pissed, oh, that drives me. I'm going to fucking kick this person's ass. I'll figure it out.
2: I will assist adapt them up. And I, I uh, have been practicing, so I, I do it right this time.
0: It really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do it with your force gauntlet, really and it sort of like vibrates a little bit. Yeah, it like it like shakes mm-hmm. my whole body. It's <laughs> like a vibration. <laughs> oh, God. Um, y'all continue down this corridor. Uh, you see it is about to end in a room. Uh, the door is uh, closed. Is there like a button to open it?
3: It looks like, like there's uh,
0: something that would maybe take a key card.
3: <laughs> yeah, without even skipping a beat, I just—I don't even say anything. I just pull the key card out and I and I try it on the on the wall.
0: All right, you slide that key card and you get a, and then you hear the intercom click on again. Oh, Scow, did you really just try a key card? Did you think I didn't lock the doors behind me?
3: this fucking, I swear to and I'm going, can I try to uh, I don't know if things work like this, but can I mm. try to hack like the the machine or like tweak it a
0: little bit to like yeah. open I the think door? I we'll use the word hack just whenever you sort of interact with something that is like electronic and you try to break it essentially yeah. even though you might not be technically hacking something yes
3: yeah i i realized that as i was saying it so maybe not necessarily a hack but like i want to futz with the machinery to like break the door open like basically using my thieves tools or something like that to like yeah rework the machine to open essentially
0: Cool. If you use your hacker's tools, I'll uh, let you use it with um, intelligence. If you use your thieves' tools, you can do it with um, uh, dexterity.
3: I think thieves' tools make sense. So cool. I'm going to use my thieves' tools to open it. So
0: that's good. Um, 21. Cool. And you see the um, the reader turn, uh, a little light turns green, and the uh, doors slide open. Uh, the intercom starts up again. Jesus Christ. Listen. You really don't want to hang around here, okay? Things are about to get really dangerous, and I don't want your death on my conscience. Now back off, kid.
3: What's your fucking deal? <laughs> just yelling into the space. What's
1: your deal?
0: Um, she like sort of goes, shh. Just shh. this place is crawling with things. All right, keep it down. Make your way back to your ship.
3: Uh, question for the DM: Are we? Heading in the direction of the ship, or or away from it? You're moving
0: away from the
2: ship. As we're moving like deeper into the into the freighter.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, I look at I look at Xandar and I say, "Do you know this person?"
1: Nope. Nope. Never heard of him. Don't pay much attention to you, internet types. Uh but but I I do I do I do think that I'd like to try to get into that container room if I can try to discern a path uh from here to there.
3: Yeah, you know as much as uh I I can note a warning when I when I get one. Um fuck this person. I'm not going to listen to what they say. I say we do do that. We'll get you into there
1: uh and just keep moving forward. What do you guys think?
2: If you require assistance, I will be happy to provide it.
1: I I shout up to the intercom, and I say, Hey, uh, Artemis, was it? Uh,
0: yeah. There's more of you? Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, well, uh, are you trying to obtain whatever it is is on this freighter for yourself? Uh,
0: wait. Do you know what's on this freighter?
1: Don't, but more often than not, it's something valuable on (laughs) things like this.
0: You're telling me that you've been trying to tear your way into this thing and you don't even know what's inside of it. How dumb are you?
2: Are you my direct report?
0: Oh, okay. Listen, you don't want anything to do with this, okay? It's much bigger than you are. Just let me do what I need to do and no one has to get hurt.
2: There is not much that is much bigger than I am. Are you my direct report?
0: Sure, kid, I don't know.
2: Hmm. All right. We will come to see you soon. Thank you.
0: Wait, no. Whatever. You hear it. Like, hang up.
1: Look, you two, all I know is, is if this fool's trying to get whatever's in this ship, that's going to keep me from getting whatever's in this ship to the person who hired me to get what was in this ship.
3: So why don't we just say, fuck this person, we just keep digging until we find it, and
0: then... I guess go from there, figure out a plan. Alright, you continue on. Mm -hmm. You head into a room that looks like some sort of cafeteria. Um, This is another uh, pretty large room with uh, more bodies kind of strewn around it. Uh, Pretty close to you, you see another massive set of blast doors. Just like looking at kind of the layout of this place, you reason that that leads into the container room. Uh, but one of these bodies, I think, catches your attention. Uh, you see it's um, lying pretty close to the door, and there appears to be some sort of large glowing sack coming out of, like, the core of this corpse. Uh, it's, like, uh, yellow, glowing softly with, like, these, like, purple uh, veins running into it, and it's, like, throbbing slightly.
1: hmm Well, I don't think Xandar's ever passed up a throbbing, veiny, glowing sack, so uh, I'll I'll go for that and try to open it up right away.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Xandar, you walk over to the sack and you start to um, inspect it when it explodes. Roll for initiative. Yay! (laughs) Yay.
2: Slightly better than last time.
0: Slightly worse, a nine. Incredibly worse. Just a little. Uh, seven. And heart. What, what did you have? I
2: got
0: a 12. Nice. Okay. Once again, I go first. This is wild. Um, I'm never <laughs> this good at being uh, the bad guys. So yeah, this sack explodes in your face. I'm sorry. Been there. <laughs> As they usually do. As they usually do. And you see a swarm of tiny insects surrounds you, buzzing into your ear, and you feel them sort of trying to work their way into your compression suit and uh, bite at you. What is your AC, Xander? 16. Oh man, that was such a bad roll. Okay, well cool um they're not going to make that 16 but you're now sort of like covered in these like tiny flying uh insects that are like uh, trying to get at your flesh um that will take us to heart
2: okay uh i will i will like move forward uh and look at xandar and say is there a way that i can assist you
1: get these things off of me
2: (laughs) all right um, and then uh, not really knowing exactly how to get a bunch of little insects off of a, a, a person, um, yeah. I think Hart is going to, like, very gently try to, like, pick Xandar up and just sort of, like, shake him just a little bit. Like, I don't want to hurt him. I just want to get the bugs off of him.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe I'm downplaying it a bit. It is like a cloud of insects that is now, like, sort of all over Xandar. Um, but you can try to do that for sure. Okay, I, yeah.
2: I'll... <laughs> I, I want to try to like remove him, I guess, from the cloud. Then fair enough, fair
0: enough. Uh, why don't you? I think you can do that pretty willingly. I don't think Xandar is going to resist you. So, and you're strong enough to pick up Xandar. So you just do that. You grab Xandar, and you can move him away from the cloud. Yeah, that's fine.
2: Great. Yeah, I'll just i'll i'll, I'll pull him out of the cloud and like deposit him directly behind me. Is will that count as my action?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, grabbing him and moving him was your action, yeah. You just didn't okay. need to roll anything for it.
2: Uh, and then I, I look at the little insects um, and I say, please do not try to attack my friends
0: fair enough um that's going to take us to the rest of my friends you look down this dark cafeteria and you see glowing eyes in the darkness and these spider looking there's a lot of spiders in this game Mm -hmm. spider looking bugs about the size of um house cats uh start crawling out from underneath these cafeteria tables. Um, they uh, keep their distance, but you see they their um, abdomens kind of look like the glowing sack that Xandar just burst. God, all of this sounds very gross. <laughs> um, these things are going to rear back, and they're going to start spitting green liquid at y'all. Um, these are going to go for, I think each one of you will get spit on by these green things. Let's start with rain. One of them is going to spit at you. It is a oh, 10 to hit. I'm rolling like Garbo. I don't think 10 is gonna hit you, is that? It does not. All right, heart. Heart, that was a crit on the spit, a, a, a crit Ooh. spit.
2: A spit crit?
0: A crit spit? I, I, a crit spit. Um. This is going to be acid damage. Do you have any sort of resistance to that?
2: Mm, not acid, just poison.
0: Okay. Um. So that is going to be ten points of acid damage. You can feel this um sort of sizzling against your armor, skin, your skin armor, mm-hmm. as this thing sort of spits at you. And then Xandar, you get one as well. Um. That is going to be a seventeen to hit. Yep, sixteen is my IC. Okay. Oh, and that was a really bad spit. That was only three points of acid damage on Xandar. And these uh, uh, three sort of bug creatures um, are still keeping their distance. And that takes us to rain.
3: So I'm going to uh, reach into my, like, uh, I have like a belt with these capsules on them. I take another one out. I want to fling it towards the spiders. Um, I click it and I throw it at the spiders, and it's gonna burst and try to cover them in sort of like a neon uh, purple light. I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire on them. Dope. So they're gonna do dex saves against what? Against uh, DC 13.
1: I love your flavor, Carlos. Thank it's you. So it's cool. so cool.
0: Guess what, Carlos? I rolled a three, a five, and a one. So, we are now coated in uh, what color did you say? Purple? It's like a neon purple. Neon purple light. Um, they just are like kind of looking at their mandibles, confused as to what is happening to them. Uh, anything else from you? And then I just shout
3: to Heart. I say, All right, Heart, it's time to kick some ass.
1: Affirmative. (laughs) Uh, Xandar. All right, I'm going to target the Cloud of Insects, actually. So I'm going to try to shoot the Cloud of Insects with my arcane rifle, and uh, since this is the first turn on initiative for Mm. my dread ambusher, I'll get an extra D8 of damage if this hits. Okay. Um, And was was it just the spider creatures that were affected by fairy fire, or was it the Cloud of Insects as well?
0: Uh, Just the spider creatures.
1: Okay, so I will roll it normally. Let's see what happens. That's a dirty 20. Ooh, nice. That hits. Okay, so that will hit for 10 plus 4, 14 damage. And you know what? I will use another um, I will use another charge of my favorite foe here and mark this cloud of insects as my favorite foe and add a d4. Okay. So that'll do another
0: four damage. Nice. So
1: 18 altogether, right? I had 14 before.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you see that this cloud has now been uh, windled down to just like a wisp of these bugs after that big, big shot. Anything else from you, Xander?
1: Very cool. Uh, So since I hit as a part of Dread Ambusher on the first turn of initiative, I can take a second attack as part of the attack action on my turn. So I'll shoot, I'll try to finish off off the cloud, yeah. nice. That's a 23 to hit. Oh my god,
0: my bugs!
1: Uh, This won't have any of my boners, though. I'll just have the d10 plus two. (laughs) No boners for that sack, huh? No bonuses, yeah. (laughs) Uh, That'll be another eight damage.
0: You finish this Nice! (laughs) <laughs> just with a couple of careful shots from your rifle, rip this cloud apart, and the last few remaining bugs are just like not enough to even count as a threat. They just e- drift off somewhere else.
1: And I blow the I blow the arcane smoke off the end of my rifle. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so that's them. I guess they don't get a turn anymore. So that takes us to heart.
2: <laughs> Sick. Uh, I I uh, give like Xander like a a nod. Like like very nice job, champ. Um, And then I'm going to uh, go for the the nearest spider cat.
0: Um, Are you engaging melee style? You bet I am. All right. You get advantage because of fairy fire.
2: Sick. Uh, That is going to be... I'm bad at math. So give me a second. This is uh, 17.
0: 17 hits. Hell yeah. Also
3: for flavor, something that I think looks really cool is like whenever you guys hit one of these guys... That have the fair, the fairy fire on them, like splashes of digital perp, neon purple come off of them. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes.
2: Uh yeah. So Heart Heart wheels over to uh the nearest spider cat and like activates their force gauntlet, which I think is is just like their hand, but like a bigger exoskeleton sort of like pops out. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like filled with force energy. And just like whack-a-mole style, just like pop, right down mm-hmm. uh on the on the little cat. Um and that is going Fabulous. to be uh, 10 points of force damage.
0: Well, you squish this one dead. <laughs> you have purple gunk all over your forced fingers.
2: Gross. <laughs>
0: um, anything else from you, Har?
2: No, I don't think so. I will end my turn.
0: These... Things are going to turn their attention to Heart. One of them is going to leap over and try to hit Heart with its uh, pincers, sort of at the front of their face. It sort of buzzes over. It has fly, um, wings, but it doesn't look like these things fly very well. That is going to be seventeen to hit.
2: Uh, a seventeen just hits.
0: Mm. Um, that is going to be five points of slashing damage. Um, as these mandibles tear into you, this other one is going to spit acid at you from a distance. Um, that is another 17.
2: Okay, that will hit once more.
0: Seven points of acid damage. Yoinkos. Um, (laughs) the one that spit at you is going to sort of crawl under the table and attempt to hide. I imagine it's going to have a tough time because it's currently fairy-fired. So, it's going to roll to hide with disadvantage, I'll say. Um, Wow, I got a natural one. So, you can still very clearly see it under the table. Mm. The one next to you with the mandibles is going to disengage. You see, these things move very quickly, um, move much faster than you think that they should. And it's just going to back up. I think it can only get another... It can only get 15 feet away. So, it's not very um, far, but it is trying to, like, sort of get away from you. Um, And that is going to take us to rain.
3: Rain is going to pull out her um, civilian arcane pistol and is mm-hmm. going to start shooting. Uh, so I'm going to basically, I'm going to sprint over to the table that the spider is trying to hide under. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to like try to slide along the top of it. And <sighs> yeah. and or I'm sorry, I'm like at the table next to it. So I'm like sliding on top of it, trying to shoot <laughs> underneath the table where the, the spider is. Dope. 30-20.
2: Uh, nice. Ooh.
0: That, yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit. I'll do it. Only four force damage. Four force damage? Okay. Uh-huh. You knock a couple mandibles off of this thing. It starts like sort of twitching under oh. the table. Anything else from you, Rain? No. That's my turn. Xandar, uh, your friends are engaging these bugs. You have cleared this cloud from existence.
1: Uh, so I think the only thing worse than a coward who tries to run is a coward who tries to hide. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to target the spider cat that tried to hide under the table. Excellent. With my arcane rifle. Um, and it's still fairy fired, right? So I get advantage. You do. Mm-hmm. Listen to that clicky clack. <laughs> That's so a clicky clack of advantage for y'all at home.
2: Love <laughs> oh, that sound. Love
1: that sound. That's going to be a 19 to hit.
0: Uh, 19 hits.
1: And it will be for... Oop, I rolled off my disc. That will be four 6 damage.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Rain already damaged this one. You wipe it out the rest of the way. Nice. It's now just a bunch of twitching insect parts on the ground. Um, Xander, anything else for you? Nope, that's it. All right, uh, that takes us back to heart. Uh, one of these things is sort of like trying to back up away from you. Looks like it's trying to get off another spit at you, um, but you see an opening, what do you do?
2: Uh, I'll go for it. Uh, I just, right. I roll forward and, and power up my force gauntlet and once again, here I go. I, do I get advantage again? Cause it's still fairy fired?
0: You do, I think it just is fairy fired for quite some time. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, that's gonna be uh 20 something, a 24? Yeah, I'm going to learn how to do math over the course of this podcast and I'm very excited no, um, for everyone to go on this journey with me. <laughs> Can't wait.
1: Uh, <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite things about, like, just as a sidestep for a second, one of my favorite things about people who play in D anD D is they're constantly like, "Oh my god, I'm bad at math. Like, I can't figure <laughs> out what my attack is, what my modifiers are." Blah, blah blah. But it's like you're only ever adding a number that's less than twenty to a single digit number.
2: Like, Look, do not <laughs> that kill be You on god. say that. You say that like you're not looking at a gay woman. Okay, <laughs> I don't know how to do math and I can't drive. I am every stereotype across the board, and I smash this cat for 12 points of damage.
0: Guess what? You kill that fucking cat. It's not a cat. It's, okay. I
2: know, but here's the thing. You said it was a a spider the size of a cat, and I just, I couldn't get it out of my brain. They're literally Um,
1: eight-legged cats. That's what they are tall. all
0: They're (laughs) eight-legged cats, and now their bits are splattered all over you. Uh, You Um, have defeated this um, insectoid ambush.
2: Um, And I'm going to use my bonus action to second wind because I need some HP.
0: Oh, sure. How are you looking?
2: Uh, I'm at nine hit points. Oh, Um, my God. And now I'm at nine plus six. So what's that math? (laughs) <laughs>
0: um, good. So, <laughs> you're in this cafeteria now, uh, there are the large doors that seem to lead into the cargo room. It looks like deeper into the cafeteria there are more doors that lead to various other places on this freighter. Uh, more bodies piled around and now these bug things. You're not sure how many of them are on this freighter, um, but it seems like something else has sort of infested this place. What do you do now? Uh,
1: um, as, as we walk a little deeper, I'll, I'll go up and uh, pat Hart on the back with a casting of Cure Wounds. And oh, uh, go ahead and throw another four HP at you. Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Um, can I make an insight check uh, to, to sort of like uh, put together... Well, did I notice that the bodies in the, in the dais room well, looked like they exploded?
0: I don't think you inspected them to that degree, no.
2: Okay. Then uh then I just I think hmm, weird that there are bugs on the ship. Um but I don't I don't say anything. I just I sort of nod, uh and, and thanks to Xander and don't say anything.
3: Would okay. would I know uh notice any similarities between that like purple vein uh and and the the I guess the quality of the flesh of the people who died in that room? Basically the same question that Hart had.
0: Uh yeah, why don't you do a medicine check? Okay.
3: There okay. we go.
0: Thirteen? Yeah, you can tell that whatever was causing those bodies to blow up was the same sort of sack that you experienced. Uh you imagine that if they were able to like kind of <laughs> worm their way into Xandar, uh Xandar might have been facing a similar fate. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to be careful with these.
3: Can I, um, can I try to, like, save a sample of the, like, the juice or whatever? Is there, like, goo? You
0: want to scoop some juice? Yeah, I'm going to scoop some goo.
2: You can yeah, have yeah. some of the goo off my fist.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. you can get the prime sample from, uh, Heart's uh, power gauntlets, yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: Dope. I scoop some of the goop.
0: Xander's going to
1: very confidently, uh... Walk up to the door that, like, lead. You said leads into the cargo room. This like big, Mm -hmm. secured blast door or whatever, and just start like tapping on different parts of it as if he's like (laughs) listening for
0: some sort of point of weakness in the door. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. Um. Yeah. Roll for investigation. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just to be clear, he
1: has he has no idea what he's doing.
2: No. And heart observes this and is like, "What
0: are you doing?" Oh, uh, that is a 19.
1: What okay, am I doing, Nineteen guys?
0: With a 19, you know that this is uh, dwarf-forged uh, steel. Mm,
1: just just taking a look at what kind of steel this is. Uh, by feel and sound of it, I think it might be dwarf-forged. Hmm. Mm. <laughs>
2: just like the rest of the ship.
3: Interesting. <laughs> yeah, great, uh, great observations, Andar.
1: Yep. <laughs> I start like rushing my hands
0: and <laughs> like, back. Up. <laughs> Very accomplished. So there you are in the cafeteria. <laughs> Doors abound, one leading to the cargo chamber, uh several leading deeper into the ship. How do you proceed?
3: Well, I know earlier we talked about going to the carbo carbo, the cargo chamber. Was that something we want to check out first? How are we how are we doing? I know we did some heels and stuff, but how, how's everyone doing?
2: I Feel fairly confident that I could make it through one more fight. I have 19 hit points, um, which I think, which I think actually like like Heart does have like a little scale that they can like pull up to see like on a on a scale from like That's one to cool. 31, like where yeah. they're
0: <laughs> absolutely.
2: Um, and so I think they like uh, uh, bring their arm in front of them and are able to like lift a screen to like show their their stats. The vitals. and there's like a little bit of like acid damage. Like it's like a little hologram of of Heart. <laughs> and like where they've been injured.
3: Would it be helpful to maybe take a short rest and then go explore?
2: I,
1: I'm really preoccupied with trying to get through this. Okay. Through this blast. Because I'm here, okay, so. I'm
3: fine, so. I'm
1: Yeah, Xandar's fine. Xandar, uh, I yeah. mean, Xandar is thinking over whether he should try to shoot this door. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you see another card reader next to the door.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Hey, Rain, yeah. uh, come on now.
3: Alright, well, let's see if, uh, Artemis fucked with this one, and I swipe
0: the card again. uh uh-uh. so You hear the intercom click on. I am so serious right now. Do not interrupt me.
2: Direct report. I am requesting access to the cargo chamber.
0: I'll be done in here in a second, and then you can have all the access you want, alright? But right now, I need to focus.
2: Direct report, I'm requesting knowledge of what is located inside the cargo chamber.
0: I cannot talk to you right now. Get on your ship and get out of here before it's too late.
2: Direct report, this is my ship. I'm requesting access of knowledge for what's inside the cargo chamber.
0: You've been relieved of duty, whoever you are.
2: Hmm. That does not register.
1: Rain, get us through this damn door.
3: Yeah, yeah. you can't tell me what to do. You're not my mom. And I, <laughs> I, I start breaking through the door again, or trying to. Yeah,
0: you can do it with advantage because you've broken this kind of thing already. Uh, 다, 19. Cool. Uh, once again, the doors um shoot open. Actually, these ones are much larger, so it kind of takes a lot more time for them to grind open and you are in this sort of vacuumous chamber uh, that is the uh, cargo hold of the uh, freighter. It's uh, pretty dark and empty up here, but as you look up, you see a tiny light. Looks like um like somebody almost looks like somebody's welding. It kind of comes on and comes off. Um, There's somebody definitely up there. They're probably about two hundred feet up. You're gonna need to climb your way up there. Um, There are multiple sort of cargo hold uh, crates uh, near you. Uh, I think also towards like the center of this. so, So imagine kind of you're in a big hollow drum, and lining the sides of this drum are these um huge cargo crates, and there's sort of a center, sort of catwalk that you can use to get to each one of them, and a catwalk going around the entire drum. And the center, you see another uh, Gobi dais. Can we ask Gobi? Yeah. Uh, Gobi is standing there. I think you've repaired the system, so uh, Gobi is online.
2: I have a question. Can I roll... Uh, broken memory to see if I remember if there's like anything that like jogs my memory about being in this cargo hold. Like what's Absolutely, inside.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Roll with disadvantage.
2: Ooh. A two.
0: Alright. Um, Pounding. You just remember pounding. I look, at, I look at Heart
3: and I see that Heart is trying to process this memory, right? You're trying to process memory. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that look before when we were trying to access the crystal. And so... I go to heart and I say, "Look, pal, we're gonna be doing some some tricky stuff up there, and I just want to make sure that you're taken care of." So here, and I give her a capsule. When you click it, it's another like mist, essentially. But it like w- when you use it, um, I basically I cast guidance on you, so like it makes uh-huh. you feel more like alert and awake. Um, I might not be able to help you access that memory, but Um, I just want to make sure that, you know, whatever, whatever happens up there that you'll be able to, you know, take care of yourself and and we'll figure out, we'll be able to process that memory later. Okay.
1: Thank you. Xandar sort of like witnesses this moment that they have between each other and like starts to hold his hand out expectantly too. (laughs)
2: Uh, I give Xandar a high five because I've seen, I've seen this, I've seen this move before from rain. (laughs) I'm like, ah, low five. (laughs)
1: Sandar receives the low five and immediately just turns and just makes a beeline for the first ladder and starts (laughs) climbing.
0: (laughs) Are you waiting for the the ladder? Yeah. All right. Um, You all start making your way up. Um, It's a long climb, but eventually you get to the level where someone has one of these cargo boxes pulled out um, and opened. And you see they've sort of moved something out to the catwalk it looks almost like a floating coffin of some sort there's definitely like some sort of have hover tech integrated with it that lets it kind of like float over the ground and this person sort of has like one knee up on top of it and has like a bunch of like little tiny instruments and is like doing something to this uh, coffin. As you all get up there, um, you hear, that's far enough. Listen, I'm almost done, but I am literally doing brain surgery right now, and if you mess me up, you kill this person, and I don't want to kill this person.
2: Do you require assistance?
0: No, I require you to say exactly where you are. Um, you all feel the freighter sort of shudder just a little bit, and you see this person who's wearing this, um, pretty standard-looking compression suit, it's, um, sort of this, like, violet-magenta sort of color, um, with the, um, big, like, sort of globe helmet on, looks up and says, take it easy out there, Blue, we're almost out.
1: Would Xandar judge the difference between where he's standing and this floating coffin? to be less than, oh, I don't know, 42 feet?
0: No, I think you're probably about 60 feet away. About 60? Okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very intrigued, though. You can try to get closer.
1: I can I can get within 42 feet? Uh, you can
0: try to get closer.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to start moving a little closer. Okay, how, how much side of your movement are you going to use? Uh, well, if it's 60 feet, I'm going to try to get 18 feet closer. <laughs> Alright,
0: you take a few steps forward and... Pew! You, um, a shot goes out, like, right in front of you and shoots into the catwalk. Um You don't know where that shot came from. Mm. I said, take it easy, I'm almost done. Um, You see she looks up and she says, uh, bring her down! And this, like, tentacle kind of comes down out of the darkness in the ceiling. It sort of is just, like, dangling next to her. For the first time, I think uh, this person sort of looks up and, like, looks at you three. And it sort of just, like, stops and, like, looks at you. You all look like a poster for Void Diversity.
2: I'm afraid I don't understand what you mean.
0: Never mind. It's, never mind. Xandar's gonna make a break for it. And... <laughs>
1: I'm gonna use my Githyanki psionics to cast Jump on myself uh-huh. and just try to jump from the catwalk to the coffin.
0: Okay, you leap into the air and several things are going to happen at once. You're about to make this jump onto this catwalk when you see the air around you um, fill with drones. These tiny flying drones that were sort of sitting invisible, floating in the sky. And as you're like midway into the air, they all sort of um, materialize and turn their mini guns on you as you're jumping. Uh, the uh, woman on the coffin looks up and she's like, You idiot! And that rings through the entire freighter. And I think that's a good place to stop.
1: Xandar's <laughs> <laughs> just dunking from the free throw line right yeah. now.
0: Xandar <laughs> and Michael <laughs> Jordan <laughs> and all these little guns aimed at you.
2: The fan art is going to be so cool. So cool. <laughs> the fan art is going to be so sick.
0: We'll figure out what happens to Xandar, what's maybe in that coffin. All next time on The Pod Has Been Cast. Bianca, do you have anything for me?
2: You bet I do. Um, if you want to drop off any of your sick fan art or just follow <laughs> us on social media, you totally can. Uh, we're on Instagram and Reddit at The Pod Has Been Cast. And we're on Twitter at The PHB Cast. So come and join us.
0: Beautiful. Carlos, is there anyone that we need to say thank you to?
3: Yes. Another big thank you to Matthew Munoz for his music. He does really great work. If you want to see more of his stuff, it's on MatthewMunozMusic.com. We'll have a link in the description below. Um, but yeah, go check it out. His stuff is so cool. And he uh, he does a lot of great work on this, on this
0: podcast. I think you guys will really like it. And now it's time for Robert's Corner. Going down to Robert's Corner. Let's see what robert's got for us today
1: <laughs> um oh geez yesterday i watched the movie knives out oh, uh, ooh, the first time was so I've good seen knives out but yeah that was it was very good i love whodunits clue is one mm-hmm. of my favorite movies of all time I so like clue. if you like clue yeah. if you like whodunits if you like murder mysteries i definitely recommend um a trip to robert's corner to see knives out
2: <laughs> listen Chris Evans in that cable knit sweater is worth the price of a ticket alone. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. That's an extra oh. large popcorn that will go down real. Soon. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> what?
1: Oh, I was like, well, I like to eat. <laughs> yes, thank you, Bianca. And of course, of course. What? what that'll, be, that'll be that'll be that 850,
3: was. sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember movie theaters. Do you still they come want those every weekend? They or... never watch the movie. They just order popcorn like that. <laughs> um, thank you all for listening and thank you all for playing. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us. Next time, take care of each other out there. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, Bye-bye. bye.